You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, the weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today I'm talking about my personal leadership principles and why you should consider also to have some. So stay tuned and now the music. I learned about personal leadership principles from Gary Sullivan, with whom I'm leading the Effective Statistician Leadership Program. And if you have never heard about it, have a look on the homepage, theeffectivestatistician.com, where you can find further details about it. So, if you want to get anything new from me in terms of the Effective Statistician, then also sign up for the newsletter. There's from time to time some bonus sections, some interesting other material beyond the podcast that I'm sharing, and you can make sure that you're not missing this when you subscribe to the newsletter. So just head over to theeffectivestatistician.com and subscribe there. I'm producing this podcast in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with the access to the video-on-demand content library, which has a lot of content on there, all the different webinars, a lot of things from the conference, lots of lots of stuff about all kind of different technical aspects as well as soft skills. So there you'll surely find something that is of interest for you. You will also get free registration to all PSI webinars and much, much more. Just head over to the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. In this episode and in the next episode of The Effective Statistician, we will talk a little bit about personal leadership principles or I will talk a little bit about personal leadership principles. So today about personal and next one a little bit more kind of generic, more kind of maybe new generation leadership principles. So first, why do we actually need leadership principles, personal leadership principles? So I've learned that from my, so to say, partner in crime on leadership, Gary Sullivan. He has developed his personal leadership principles over many years and refined, reflected on them, and is constantly looking into these to understand how he wants to lead, what kind of leader he wants to be. And when I'm speaking here about leadership, I'm not speaking about being an administrative leader, having direct reports, you know, being someone that is high up in the command and has lots of people below him or her. It's, it's really about the leader without a title. So even if you have no leadership or manager or director or whatsoever in your title, you still can be a leader. For me, leadership is here really about persuading others, influencing others to act on our ideas. So. For example, in uh, leadership is if you come up with a new idea to 
analyze study results better or to design a study differently and you want to convince your study team, that's leadership. If you actually get it done, that's leadership. If you come up with different ways to have a process and you get the organization to change that process, that's leadership. If you help others to get things done more effectively, if you help others to, you know, get their ideas transported and, and implemented, that's also leadership. So it's always about kind of helping the overall organization or the course that you're working on to create value and then that you persuade others. It's not about commanding others. It's about inspiring others to follow your ideas. So that's really leadership. And in terms of leadership principles, they help you guide you how you want to lead. If you constantly look in them, so constantly in terms of maybe every week you look into them, you can reflect on what kind of leader you want to be. You can reflect kind of have your actions of the last week be in accordance with these leadership principles. How do you want to plan your new week? How do you want to lead there? And also it can help you to focus your learning in terms of leadership. Leadership is a skill that you need to master and improve all the time. Yeah, so in our leadership program, Gary and myself talk about becoming a student of leadership. It's the same as with statistics. You don't, you know, finish with learning about statistics. There's so many new things. There's so many areas that you need to become better at. There's so many new things that are published daily about statistics that you can learn about and that you can improve yourself. So you never end in terms of learning statistics. And the same is with leadership. If you think about leadership skills, like for example, presentations, that is something that people improve and improve and improve and improve. Steve Jobs was not born like an awesome presenter. He trained and meticulously developed all these different skills. So it's the same for us as statisticians. We can be really great leaders. We have lots of unique skills that others don't have. And therefore, I think we can also be good influencers and get our ideas across. So... In terms of leadership principles, they help you to focus on what you want to learn in terms of these leadership principles. They also help you to understand what are the flip sides of your leadership principles. Yeah, so if you want to be some kind of leader with a certain attribute, you know, over-exercising this attribute leads usually also to some bad outcomes. Yeah, so there's always a balance in it and, and being aware about these balances is really important. So today I want to give you a little bit of some examples of, of personal leadership principles and here I'm going into 
my personal leadership principles. So this is not correct or wrong. You don't need to have the same leadership principles. I would just encourage you to take that as an inspiration to develop your own leadership principles. And there's lots of, lots of different lists in terms of leadership principles that you can have a look into, leadership you know, attitudes that you can have. And yeah, just look into that and see what kind of leader do you want to uh, be. Of course, you know, these leadership principles are something that I'm always also striving to perfect. I'm not saying that I'm perfect in these things and that in all my actions I always completely adhere to these. That would be perfect. But I at least constantly try to get to that. Yeah, so, so that's really important. My first leadership principle is exerting a bias toward action and taking calculated risks. So that is really in terms of having entrepreneurship something that we can have independent of whether we have our own company or whether we work in a large big pharma company. It also means, you know, something in terms of performance. It's getting things done, deciding things, having speed in terms of decisions, not overthinking again and again and again something where then this additional analysis doesn't lead to really a big change. I've observed that very often if we think and think and think and think, this additional thought process doesn't lead to a different outcome, doesn't lead to a different decision. But it takes time and this time can be used much more productively. So that's why I have this leadership principle. The other thing is, the next leadership principle is striving for sustainability and balancing family and work. There have surely been times where I worked far too much, far too much. And I wasn't paying attention for my family and my outside of work life. And so I really want to have a leadership style that supports this kind of sustainability that makes sure that things are have a long-term view that there's no constant heroism that we are uh, working towards i really believe that our work should be mostly smooth and not always stressful if we constantly work long hours that is really really bad if we can't have processes that are sustainable, if there's overly burdensome, that is really, really bad. My next leadership principle is building trust and listening first, and then be accountable and demand accountability. Trust is the start of everything. It's really the start of everything. Without trust, nothing gets really done. And so building this trust is, is foundational for being a great leader and actually getting anything done at work. Yeah. So I think that is really important. And there's not just kind of that others trust me, but also that I trust others. So I, that I always think about others as that they have some, you know, 
positive and and want to do something good and they have in you know in case of doubt that i trust them the other thing is also listening listening is really really important because that helps you to get much more information get much more data and stay curious for the other persons i mean, surely have been guilty of talking too much and so that is a skill that i'm especially looking for that i listen first and that i don't directly jump to conclusions being accountable and holding others accountable I think is also really, really important point. And these kind of things all go together for me. So that's why it's one uh, leadership principle for, uh, for me. The next leadership principle is always consider delegation first. I once was working for Beringer Ingelheim and they had all over the campus these different kind of leadership quotes. And one of that I still remember very, very vividly was Delegation is our duty. And I first never really got it because how can I delegate? I don't have any direct reports. So what are they actually talking about? It's having this mindset that if there's someone else that is much better placed to do the task, then let this person do the task. Delegate it. So I don't need to do everything myself. And I can work with other people together that are more clever, more smart, better knowledgeable about this specific area, better in programming, whatsoever, and work together with them. It's so rewarding to have these collaborations because then everybody can work at their strengths and their area of expertise. That's why we have these bigger companies. That's why we work together in communities because then the sum is much more than the individual parts. So always consider delegation first because I've been guilty in the past also to try to do everything myself, which I think is a really, really big mistake. It's also really ineffective and doesn't lead to any fun. So. That's really good principle, for me at least. The next one I think is also something that I really like is continuously learn and innovate. So that's maybe also for, for me an attitude. I am always curious and want to try out new things and uh, maybe I get bored because you know doing the same things over and over is boring for me. Maybe that's a little bit of... Um, ADD for me, but anyway, so continuously learn and innovate. I'm always want to keep on reading books, listening to podcasts, getting inspiration from people that have a different background, have a different knowledge base and learn from all kinds of different areas, but just not for the sake of learning for itself, but really to apply the learned things in my world to apply it in my day-to-day -day activities. So, for example, one thing that really inspired me was, uh, one person that really inspired me was Hans Rosling, with his really great visualizations with, with Gapminder and uh, the health and the wealth of nations over decades, how that developed. Awesome presentation, really very much 
you know, before the others were even thinking about doing things like that. That inspired me to, to do something similar at work, to do something similar in terms of visualization at work with clinical data. So that's just an example for learning and then also applying it and, and innovating. The last thing is embodying a positive attitude. Surely there have been times where I was really, really negative, where I was always kind of complaining and everything was bad and the grass on the other side was always cleaner, uh, greener. So I don't want to be that person. I want to be someone that brings energy to the table, not that takes energy out of the room. So smile and yeah, just have try to have fun, try to have, you know, a positive time at work and bring energies that way. I think that is really, really great. And of course, if you suffer from depression or things like that, it's really hard. Um, but if you don't, I think for me, it's really valuable to come up with a positive attitude. It's just directly reflects in the others that you're working with. And it just means you have more fun and also that you're more likable. Yeah, people like people that smile. So have fun at work and have a positive attitude. Okay, that was a rather short episode. I hope you got some inspiration for your own leadership skills that you can now work on and then refine over time, over time, reflect on it. They don't need to be always stable and carved in stone, but have a thought about them. I'm sure they will help you to get a better leader, get a better statistician, get a more effective statistician. So talk to you soon and hopefully you Listen next week to the next episode. Bye for now. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain, who helps with the show in the background. And thank you for listening. I hope you did enjoy the show. Please visit the effectivestatistician.com to sign up for the newsletter, find the show notes, and learn more about the podcast. So... Don't forget to sign up, reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.